What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the podcast. Podcast about what, you ask? I don't know. This is a spur of the moment thing that I decided to do. I don't even know how to even do this whole podcast thing. I guess I just sit here and talk. For what? Like, what? An hour? 30 minutes? An hour? Who knows? I don't really know what I'm going to do. But, you know, it's. I decided to just jump right in and we'll figure out something to talk about. Can't be that hard to talk. That's it. Can it be that hard to talk? It probably is that hard to talk for an hour. So, let's start off about who I am. Who I am as a person, how I grew up, my life, and where I've been. Because, you know, that's really what makes us is how we grew up, the environment we've been around, you know, the people we interact every day with. That's a big part of what makes us who we are today, right? So, any further ado, let's get into it. So, I am the third child of my mother. Um, I have two older brothers. Uh, one we don't know. Uh, he was mother put him up for adoption before she had my older brother, the one that's right over me. Uh, I don't know the whole story, she doesn't really get into it, but. That's pretty much all she told us. Um, but yeah, so in the immediate family, I am the second child, you know, the spoiled one, but I'm not really spoiled. Wasn't ever really spoiled. Um, so yeah, I have an older brother. I have two younger brothers and we're still close to this day. We, you know, we talk to each other on a daily basis. We grew up in right outside of Dallas, Texas, Mesquite, Texas. Some people may know about it, some people may not, but most people should know about Dallas, Texas. Uh, but yeah, we grew up in Mesquite, Texas at most of our lives. We had a house there, lived there for about 11 years, and just grew up through the school system there. So I went to McWhorter Elementary, I think kindergarten through sixth. Yeah, that, yeah, weird. In elementary school with the sixth grade, I didn't know that was weird until I got to middle school and realized that. No, everybody else did not go to elementary school with the sixth grade. We were like the only school there with the sixth grade. Everyone else went to middle school for sixth grade. So that was weird. I, did, I didn't think anything of that until I got to middle school and there was a sixth grade there. They had a sixth grade in the middle school. And I was like, wait, y'all didn't go to like elementary school for sixth grade? But no, that's that's not a thing, apparently. You learn something new every step of the way, right? So, yeah, I went to McWhorter Elementary from kindergarten to sixth. It, you know, I, to be honest, probably kindergarten through maybe first half of fourth grade, I was a demon child. And when I say demon, I mean, I didn't have, I didn't go to classrooms to, you know, and interact with other children. I was always every day in ISS that was basically my classroom was in school suspension which means they put you in a room in a cubicle and all you do is do schoolwork all day long and that was that's pretty much I probably spent majority of my time there in ISS as a demon child I didn't follow the rules I didn't like authority figures you know, there's probably deeper meanings to that psychologically or mentally, but I don't know. I was, uh, I mean, I was diagnosed with anger management problems when I was younger. 
I say diagnose. I wouldn't say diagnose. I mean, it's all the school therapists and that's what they chalked it up to anger management problems. I, I guess I did have a problem controlling my anger, but I think that was just an excuse for me. But anyways, so yeah, that's where I spent most of my time in school suspension. And I don't know, like at that point, is that really like in school suspension? I understand it's supposed to be a uh, disciplinary, but for, for a kid, you know, a kid who's clearly having problems in school, not like academically because i was always really good academically you know straight a's or a and b's like i did not have a problem in school whatsoever you know academically but like you know behaviorally like i clearly had issues and i know you know sending in in school suspension is supposed to be disciplinary but you know it's like how much of that can i like a kid take because it's isolation, pretty much. You're literally in a room in a cubicle, not allowed to interact with anyone. And it's just you and paperwork, your schoolwork. And mentally, I don't I don't think that's like really good for a kid at all whatsoever. Isolation like kids are meant to. You know, socialize with other kids, be around other kids and, you know, that's very important at a young age is to socialize with your surroundings, with people around you. And when you don't get that socialization, I, that can definitely have, I mean, I'm not a therapist or anything. I don't have any degree in psychology or anything, but just my honest opinion, like I feel like that's very detrimental to the mental health of a child. And I mean, I'm not going to say it affected me, but I'm not going to say that it didn't. I mean, it, it affects people in different ways, and maybe I was just really keen to being isolated, and I just liked being alone. I mean, that's pretty much how I've been my whole life. I do like just being alone on occasion, not like every day. I'm not like antisocial or anything by all means. I like socializing now, but at a young age, that's all I wanted to do was be alone, and I believe. And I want to chalk that up to, you know, being isolated for so long in my life, isolated in school so long in my life. So I feel like there there should be other ways of discipline other than, you know, sending a kid to in-school suspension for most of the year. You know, I they probably a difficult child, but get to the deeper root of that, not just, oh, well, just discipline them. There's clearly something deeper into that. But anyways, moving on, I haven't had any, at least in elementary school, from what I can remember, I never had any bad teachers or, you know, really rude teachers or how do you want to chalk that up to like all my teachers that I've ever had, you know, at least in middle school, you know, they, they were really good at their job. You know, they clearly took a passion in teaching. And that's what they really love to do. And that is very important in a teacher is to and for that teacher to student, you know, relationship when the student understands that the teacher is actually there for them and actually wants to be there. It just changed the whole demeanor of the classroom, I believe. So I've had really good teachers. That's really great. You know, they're always willing to help you in any way they can and help you get to that next step and that's what really helped me 
you know, keep my grades up academically, even though I didn't see them most of the year. But I still there's still teachers from my elementary school that I still talk to to this day. And it's great. It's great to have that relationship and that bond. And, you know, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. This might get cut out. Forgot where I was going. Anyways, it was really weird growing up in the area that I grew up in. Or at least for me, like, I didn't never, I never felt like I belonged anywhere, if that makes sense. Like, I've had my fair share of being bullied in elementary school, and I had my fair share of doing the bullying. I'm not perfect. I made mistakes. And, you know, I regret them. I do. You know, growing up, I realized, you know, really look back at myself, like, why did I really do the bullying? Or why did the bullies bully me and you don't realize that when you're young that usually the people who are doing the bullying are just trying to feel better about themselves and after i learned that and i've actually looked in that and i reflected on myself and why i did it and that 100 percent true i bullied because i wanted to feel better about myself bringing somebody else down you know as horrible as it seems but yeah bringing somebody else down as awful as that sounds, you know, made you feel better when you're young. Made you can't really under explain it. I don't have, you know, I don't have that certification to explain it. That's not on me or well, that's not up to me, but, but that was the truth. It made you feel better. Anyways, moving on from that. Jesus, this is going all over the place. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just talking I feel like that. I think that stemmed from I never felt like I belonged unless I was like doing the bullying. And that's probably where it started because I was bullied, you know, in elementary school. And then when I started bullying, I thought I made friends, thought I made friends from with the other bullies. And it felt like I actually belonged to something. But then, you know, quickly I realized, you know, that's not it's not right. You know, it's not it didn't make me feel good well you know growing up thinking about it it really didn't click with me well it clicked with me around sixth grade when you know thinking about that it made me feel horrible it made me feel bad and i realized it's, that's just not the way that's that's not who i wanted to be i didn't want to be known as the guy who was the bully you know growing up I guess, I don't know, you could say you matured kind of by then, but I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird to talk about. But anyway, I mean, elementary school, you know, was elementary school. It It's uninteresting. You, nothing really happened. It's yeah. So then let's talk about middle school. Let's talk about middle school. I went to middle school, seventh grade, you know, not sixth grade like most people, apparently. But seventh grade, you know finally get to middle school you know excited really excited going to the next going to another school you know you you what is it you you make you were just excited to be somewhere new somewhere you felt like you could you know become something else and you've become someone else you can make something of yourself and i thought middle school was it and in some ways it was you know, middle school, I actually started learning about, you know, myself, you know, a little bit of what I want to do, 
what I want to be. And so in middle school, seventh grade year, I part of the learning experience. I joined the football team. Now, if you know me, you know, I'm not athletically inclined to do anything, but I joined the football team because, of course, you know, that was the thing in the town. I say town. It's not like it's a small town. It means right outside of Dallas, but that's what everyone did. Everyone played football. And so in middle school, I joined the football team. Yeah, fo football was not for me. Like, I probably, I, I was in football between 7th and 8th grade. I probably spent in total maybe 25 30 minutes on the field yeah i was not good i didn't really enjoy it at all it was just somewhere you felt like you belonged again you know that team camaraderie and whatever they want to call it yeah we were young it was young kids whatever got out on the field running around um but yeah my school didn't win a game we didn't win a single game in the two years I was on that team. <laughs> yeah, whenever other, you know, schools came up against us, they knew it was an easy win. Like, my school was not that good. And thankfully, I didn't have to play a part in trying to get us to win other than 30 minutes. So we would have practice after. Well, yeah, I got onto the football team. That was okay. Of course, what they call it, like JV, Junior Varsity, and Varsity. You know, depending on your skill. Clearly, that was on JV. So after joining the football team, I also joined joined yearbook. That was another class I was in. Was yearbook. So how middle school went? It was the first time I was actually introduced to like, you know, elementary school. You went to one classroom all day, and that one teacher taught you everything. You know, math, science, social studies, reading. But middle school was the first time I was introduced to you know scheduling so you have a different class you go to a different class of reading go to a different class for history a different class for you know math and science and your electives you take so of course you had your course and then you had your electives but one of the electives i got into was yearbook because i was like oh that sounds fun join the yearbook you know get be part of creating the yearbook for a year and it sounded like an easy class honestly at this point i was probably i mean it was elementary school before but i felt like academically drained i wanted like a piss off period so you call it but i joined yearbook it was a fun class not gonna lie well it's newspaper in yearbook, but it was a fun class you know they taught us you know about the whole you know writing articles the proper way to write articles keep your readers engaged the proper way to cover stories and it was fun it was a lot of fun i'm not gonna lie and you know we would be basically assigned out to do different events for the school like volleyball games football games basketball games uh different events the schools were throwing we were assigned out to you know cover those events and then write an article about it of course you know i got into the whole newspaper and yearbook thing i went all out i had a blast and I did really well in that class. It was fun. But maybe I want to say after the first semester, we were working on deadlines to finish up the yearbook. And I made the mistake 
of sorry about the train in the background but i made the mistake of leaving my assigned computer unlocked under my name and i walked to talk i walked got up and went to go talk to the teacher about something well it was a pretty lengthy conversation uh with the teacher i don't remember exactly what i was talking about but i know it was taking a while to you know talk it out but i left my computer unlocked so a fellow student in the class decided to get on my computer that my fault i left unlocked and the way us making the yearbook worked we were assigned a certain range of pages that we were responsible for i was almost done with mine which is great looked amazing by the way but anyways he decided to get on my computer and under my name and basically mess up another student's pages and as i stated we were close to the deadline like probably a week out and we have spent all year making this yearbook so because he didn't like this other student he decided to get he saw an opportunity got on my computer and mess up another student's pages like moved them all around deleted photos and did just destroyed this guy's you know information that he had spent all his time making and so since because i left my computer unlocked and he did it under my name it looked as so i did it so yeah so it looked like i did it like i destroyed this other guy's pages which i didn't as i said before because i was talking with the teacher at the time but you know my words don't outweigh the facts and the facts were it was my account that was logged on and my account that edited those pages so of course i had to take the punishment for that and the punishment for that was either i spend basically the rest of my time there or the rest of that semester in a disciplinary class basically iss which i didn't want to do again or just get out of the class and you know move to another class so of course you know i just chose to move to another class it, it was sad but i mean unfortunately they didn't believe me and that's what had to happen but i'm glad it happened because the other class i didn't get to pick it but the other elective they put me in was theater now they put me in the wrong theater class they put me in theater two which was usually an eighth grader class i was in seventh grade so they put me in theater two i was in theater to uh so it was me youngest in the class you know a seventh grader in a class with a bunch of eighth graders and clearly they're learning about things that you know one the second half of the school year second semester and two a whole year ahead of where i should have been if i would have taken theater one but they put me in theater two and i fell in love i loved theater i loved learning about it and you know the teacher i had coach bell hey how's it going coach bell we still talk uh but he was a phenomenal teacher and an amazing theater teacher i got into theater i learned all about it and i did my first monologue in the class because we had to do a monologue so i did my first monologue in the class and i think i impressed coach bell 
because after that monologue, after that class, he pulled me aside and he asked me, hey, would you come try out for a play they were doing? It was a play they were doing for a competition, which is the competition was UIL. I don't know what that stands for now. A quick Google search would would suffice right about now, but it was for UIL, which is the competition between all the schools in that grade so it was all the middle schools and it was the theater uil and you competed to win prizes so he asked me to come try out for the play they were doing and i tried out for it and i got i got a role um and it was great i had an amazing time uh so i think that year we did it was the uil play and then one other play i can't remember what the other play was it was a great time. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved the theater. I loved, you know, performing on stage. I love, you know, rehearsals we did, learning the lines, getting your lines down and the theater family you grew inside of theater. That's where I met some pretty amazing people was in theater. I took a bad situation I was placed in and I made it better. And I learned from that. And, you know, it's an unforgettable experience theater. So I got the role in the UIL play and we performed for the competition and we got third place. That to me was amazing because for one, there was like seven or eight schools and we got third place for one. And then me getting thrown in so late into the mix, like I was thrown in three weeks before competition, if that. So I really had to step in my game. All these other, all these other, all the other actors, they were, you know, rehearsing this for like months so i had to really step in my game and get there and not let them down and i believe i i did a really good job i mean i learned my lines quick i've learned all the acting the stage and my stage movement and everything and it was great it was an amazing experience so we got third place didn't win but we got third place and i think we did really well i think two the two lead actors we had got best actress and best actor I was in a lead. You wouldn't throw me in there with only three weeks, but it was it was a great experience. And from then on there, I wanted to do theater at the time, uh, which led me into my eighth grade year where I got the opportunity to do. So I was in theater two technically. And so uh, Coach Bell created this. He was allowed to create basically a new class into the curriculum, which was in quotations theater three, but like advanced theaters, I think it was called. And I basically went into that. And, you know, me, I haven't even had a year experience in theater. I'm in this advanced theater class and that class was amazing. We really went into the deep ends of theater. We you know, perform monologues, performed with each other, uh, different scripts, different plays. And then that next year, also, I auditioned and played in every production we put on that next year, which was about four or five productions. And then we started also a annual traditional play of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And I played an important part in that. Of It was a great time. It was amazing. I loved it. I was, and it was a couple other plays we did. One of the plays we did uh, was Happily Ever After. You ever heard of it? It's a really great play. I liked it. And in that, in that play, we got 
a bunch of people from the football team, including the coach of the football team, to play, to perform in the play with us. It was a great experience, and those theater friends I made in there, we, you know, the ones we played and every we played together, we really grew a bond, and it was great. And as I said, you know, that was a horrible experience for me to be kicked out of news, a uh, year yearbook and newspaper but it really turned my life around really made me you know think about other people and uh, and not just myself to join that new environment and learn you know who i am and who i wanted to be pretty much i think that's really was the pinnacle moving turning point in my life was joining theater or being forced in the theater and then me actually really loving it even though i didn't go on to stay in theater but nonetheless, it was a great experience. Anyway, I don't know how long this uh, podcast has been going on because I didn't really plan this out. And I think we talked about a lot here and we unloaded a lot. And then just going into high school, that's going to that that's a whole podcast in its own, I think, uh, because I mean, it's the most recent and what I remember most is in high school. And there's a lot to talk about in high school. I mean, a lot. I think that's really where I learned myself. I think that's where most people learn themselves, if not later on in life, like high school. Although it could be, you know, better to teach you about real life situations. But it's like the first time where you feel like you're not. a. I don't want to say you're not a kid anymore. I mean, you're still a kid, of course, but you actually really start to grow your a part of a bigger environment, a wider diversity of people and coming from, you know, all different types of backgrounds in your area. And, you know, you let old friends go, you make new friends, you create new bonds of, you know, with other people that, you know, you're into the same things. I mean, some of my high school friends, I still talk to to this day. It's almost like six years after high school for me. And it, it's great. It, it was a great experience. There was ups, there was downs, there was heartbreaks. There were things we're not going to get into this episode. But if you come back next episode, we will unravel it all. So without any further ado, if you listen to this whole thing, this whole ramble, thank you. And I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I know I went around, you know, bouncing off topics. I'm doing it again. But anyways, I really appreciate you watching. Please, if you would like, go ahead and what is what is it on Spotify? It's like subscribe. Can you subscribe to people? I know you can like. I wonder if you can rate. I'm not really sure about Spotify, but I'll see what other platforms I can get this on. But anyways, if you enjoyed, please leave a like or rate, whatever. Share out the podcast. And also, I th- if you can follow, well, you can follow me on Instagram. I am a... Uh, Slow Marrow 2.0. Oh, yeah, I'm in the cars. So we'll probably get into that one day. I'm in the cars. I'm Slow Marrow 2.0. And my YouTube channel is A Force on Mars, which is a gaming YouTube channel. But I don't really post there often. I mean, I'm trying to get back into it, but we'll see how it goes. And then, and also, if you're not into cars, but if you're into photography, I also have a photography page on Instagram, which is. Chris underscore white underscore photography. So you can follow me there too. If you're more into photography than cars. Now I'm rambling on. But anyways, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking through this. 
catch me next week when I release the next episode, High School. I don't know if I'm going to call that that, but we're going to talk about High School and really deep dive down in that and probably have a more structured system there. Okay, I'm rambling on too long. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.